good afternoon or evening or morning, wherever you are in the world. I am Big Time Bex um, with me today, who is probably going to be taking a very major backseat due to him being sick, is everyone's favorite host, Adrian. Ashley will not be joining us right now. She's got other things she has to do that is apparently more important than being on this podcast with Adrian and me, but that is okay. I'm hijacking it probably entirely. But just so you guys can let you know, like he's not dead. Here's your host of the evening, Adrian. Keyword here, not dead yet. Um, you're, <laughs> you're definitely taking over this show, helping me out here. And folks, it is I, Walker AC, and to you, my friends. Yes, you are my friends, and I haven't infected yet. It is uh, Walker AC. Once again, welcome to the Out of Context podcast for April 6th. In the year 2023, bear with me. I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm recovering. In the interim, um, Becky will be here with us taking care of the ship. And I'll try my best to keep up with her because, trust me, she's a Tasmaniac, a rabid raccoon. She's threatened my life to do this show. So I've acquiesced and allowed her to take it over. I'll sit in the back and I will hack and sneeze and do normal, typical stick things that people do. So how are you, Becky? doing very well um we just finished up inventory at my job and i'm gonna brag for a minute so one of my friends messaged me today and was like hey just want to let you know like the store manager gave your department specifically a shout out for amazing job during inventory so very proud of myself with that very proud of my team especially because i will always say I will never be a boss. I hate it when my team calls me a boss because whenever I hear boss, I think, okay, boss. So um, just knowing like they took my leadership and they didn't fight me as hard as they could have and made it happen. I'm very proud of them and of myself and of everyone who helped me get my team and myself into that position. So very relieved, very much feel like a weight's off my chest. So. Um, definitely kudos to you on that one. Yeah, it was very nice, very relieving to hear. Um, but we're not here to talk about work. I don't want to talk about work anymore. That's the last <laughs> I'm talking about it. Um, Adrian, have you ever heard of the theory of extraordinaries, a.k.a. EOs? No, I have not. But please enlighten me on it, because once you're done, trust me, I have some complaining to do. But please, it sounds interesting, so yeah, please let it rip. Alright, so I've been reading this book called Vicious by V.E. Schwamab. I apologize if I butchered the last name, I probably did, because it's literally S-C-H-W-A-B. So I have no idea how to pronounce it. Um, and I just got to talk about the book because I'm a book nerd and I'm like halfway through reading this book for the second time which for anybody who knows me knows once I read a book once I never touch it again so for me to almost have this book complete in less than a week of buying it that's huge and what an EO is is called extraordinary in this universe books universe EO is made by a near-death experience. Near-death meaning they have flatlined. Could have been for five minutes, could have been for 10 minutes, could have been for two minutes. 
but when they come back, they have a special ability, like a superhero or super villain. And I love the book because the characters are not black and white. There's no, you're clearly a bad guy or you're clearly a good guy. It's very much human. Mm. It's not like you're looking at Superman, who's this perfect being, or Batman, who's an edgelord, or anything like that. It's very much so these are real humans with real feelings, real thoughts, and sometimes they're kind of a little bland, but at the same time, knowing about their backstories brings it out a lot, so... Now, yeah. Now, is this, is this like a book in a series or just? So there's two books, um, Vicious and Vengeful. I have not fully read Vengeful before, so I can't speak on that one. But <clears throat> Vicious, you've got characters like Victor, who has the ability to turn on and off pain. Sydney, who can bring the dead back to life. Serena, who can manipulate people. And Eli, who has the power of pretty much self-preservation in a physical sense where you cut him and he's healing right after he cannot die from a wound and he does not age mm, that, i mean that's that's not bad at all actually I mean, you know more it's like a well, like a dc marvel type of universe kind of way yeah kind of oh Look at that, we have somebody jumping in. Hello there, ma'am. Oh, it has appeared. Messy, she couldn't have us take all the glory of the of, of this show, because you do realize, Becky, that the last time we did this, you know, it was the most highest downloaded show, so she, has, so she has to take some of the uh, thunder from you. Just you know, be sure don't let her do it this time. Oh, no, that's perfectly fine. Can I just jump in? Recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay, sweet. Okay, if anyone hasn't noticed, can you notice, like, the chocolate thunder that is Adrian's voice right now? Like, you can narrate and be the villain of, like, audiobooks, my guy. <laughs> well, good thing. We did just start talking about um, a book, actually. The book Vicious I'm reading, and I just asked Adrian, I'm going to ask you the same question, Ashley. Do you know what an EO is? Nope. EO is extraordinary, and now... I'll recap again just because you just joined us and I'm going to go on a nerd tangent here and you're going to be the <laughs> best person to talk about this with. Wait, hold on. For, hold on. The first, my first actual thought of EO was E-I-E-I-O and I don't think you were talking about Farmer John, so. Oh, no, Jesus. Um, no, it's extraordinary and in the book that I'm reading it's called Vicious. Um, an extraordinary is made by a near-death experience. Um, <clears throat> recap real quick. Victor has the power of turning on and off pain pretty much controlling electricity like every nerve in your body and the electricity around you Sydney can bring the dead back to life Eli has the power of self-healing regeneration pretty much and then Serena has the power of manipulation now all of them had near-death experiences and I think I figured out how their powers were created just from reading the book a second time. So, what are your thoughts on that? I don't really know. Like, are you talking about like my thoughts on all their different abilities or? Just EOs in general. Extraordinary? 
Yeah. Do you think that's something that would be cool to see happen in real life, or do you think that'd be terrifying? So you're talking about, like, extraordinary, as in kind of like mutations. Yes. So kind of like how... So I love this book because the characters are gray. They're not black and white. Um, If you read it from... Here's actually a quote from the book, which is good because I just hunted for this. You can ask Adrian. I spent like five minutes just looking for this quote. Um, Well, it's not really a quote. It's a blurb from the book. Are you one of the bad ones? Asked Sydney. Her watery blue eyes stared straight at him. I'm blanking. She wasn't sure if the answer mattered really, but she felt like she should know. Some would say so, he said. Thud. She kept staring. I don't think you're a bad person, Victor. Victor kept digging. It's all a matter of perspective. So, my thought here is... I'm taking this as a point from something I've heard not too long ago. And... It's where I get... Like, where superheroes have become boring for me. I used to love the thrill of superheroes... uh, because I started watching them when I was really young, the comics, all this stuff. But now that I've gotten older, a lot of things is just Mary Sue, yes. which anyone in the RP gaming com- uh, communities, uh, communities, I'm sorry, that do role playing stuff, they know what Mary Sue is. It's someone that's just untouchable. You can't defeat them. They always just have somewhere or another to get around everything, which I've been guilty of making uh, Mary Sues when I was a teenager. And I think we both were. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to have a Mary Sue. You don't want to get rid of a character you love. But, for example, you got Superman. Literally, super strength flies, can fly back in time, laser eyes, can turn things into ice, can x-ray vision. He can just do every fucking thing. So, yeah, you should be a fucking hero when you can do all that shit. And then you see things where... That uh, someone can throw a semi truck at that guy and he's fine, but then someone punches his face hard enough, oh, that knocks him away. I, that shit I can't stand. So it's over the moon hero stuff, but I like the thing about mutations. You're extraordinary. So where it can be, you know, you're very smart. So you can manipulate things, you can control electricity. You know, it's these smarter things where, or there's even inconvenient stuff like Rogue from X Men. She touches people, she can absorb their energy, powers, whatever, but as in physical touch, it will basically kill the other person if she touches them for too long. And there's other inconvenient, like, mutations. It could be that every time you sneeze, um, like, a baby panda dies or something, you know? (laughs) So you think of mutations in the X-Men universe, there were a lot of really good ones that made them heroes, or really cool ones, or ones that made them, you know, they could be villains. I mean, honestly, if you have any type of mutation, you can be a hero or villain depending on how you want to use it. And there's just inconvenient ones. It's just like, here I am. I exist. I can walk through walls. Well, well I mean, I do have That's a nerd. I, you know, I can have a nerd question to ask. I, you know, I mean, not to break into continuity or anything, but uh, it's one of those questions that everybody and their grandmother has asked at one point in time. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? And you've probably been asked this a million questions, but... But Bex, I'll ask you first, and then we'll go to Ashley. If you had a particular superpower, you know, what would it be and why? See, that's hard for me to say because are we talking about, like, if it was from a near-death experience or I was born with it? Um, Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) She had to say that. Uh, No, I mean, it was like a freak accident, near-death experience, and you just gained some mystical power. Um, What would you want it to be? 
Oh, that's hard because I've been in a couple of situations where I've kind of wanted things to end a different way. Like, I guess it would be the ability to protect other people. Like, whether it be stopping them from getting injured or healing their wounds, that would be something I'd want. I'm not a very selfish person, so I think my power would be to help protect that other person. So, so I mean, like a telekinesis kind of thing? I mean, you see something coming their way, you can stop it, or... You know, um, you can you can reverse a scenario, as you know, um, some type of power like that. Yeah, something like that. I think that's what I probably end up with, especially for going off the premise of the book that I'm reading. Um, but I'll nerd out about that later. Um, <laughs> Ashley, what about you? So I have two perspectives here. I have one that if I was born with it, and one if it was an accident that happened. Um, if I was born with it, I would like the ability to control matter. Basically, I can create things with my mind and it comes into existence. Like, if you have watched, um, man, I can't uh, remember the, the name of the show, but basically a super powerful dad, kid that just learns his power. Dad turns out evil. I completely forgot the show, but basically there is technically considered a superhero in that one. And oh, I wouldn't call her a superhero. She's just considered a hero and she can manipulate matter. So she can make doors disappear, come again. She can conjure up like hot cups of coffee, weapons. Also, basically, if you if you will if you will it, you can conjure it. So imagine all the possibilities there. Real question mm-hmm. involving that one: mm-hmm. Would it be just you know what it looks like, or would it have to be something that you know exactly what it's made from? Like a phone, for example. If you wanted a phone in your hand for, you could have the outside of the phone if you know what it looks like. But could it work? Or See, okay, because of how know? stupid I am, because of how stupid I am, I don't want that option. I want the <laughs> option that I know what I want and it gets created. That's I don't need to know how it works. I don't need to know all the little bits in it, or else I'm gonna be Google searching everything all the fucking time. And I don't need that. Need that? I'm sorry. Um, no. Now, my second power. I just want something that's related with destruction. Honestly, because this is where I'm opposite of Becky, where she wants the power to help people and heal them and all this stuff, where I like to think of myself as I'm currently in my villain era because of my outlook of the world and of people. And I don't say in a way that I'm selfish. It's more of, I just don't care anymore. I will take care of myself and I'll take care of the people that I believe are worth my time. Um, But other than that, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I truly believe I'm in my villain arc, that, and it can come from an accident where mine came from the death of my dad. And I know this is like something I've touched on about a little bit too much, but to kind of explain is I saw what happened with my dad before my eyes. Uh, between people that are nurses and people that supposedly are supposed to care about you and take care of you. And I watch nurses as my mother and I are just deprived of sleep because we're constantly checking in on my dad. And then I have a nurse completely ignore what my mom is telling her because this woman has not had any sleep in probably a week. And she completely ignored my mother to look at the other nurse and say, do you have a phone charger? I 
was at a dark, and then, you know, a nurse admitted that my dad was overdosed, and then legal and everything else got involved. Then when we're at the facility where my dad is, where it's accepted, like, okay, he is dying now. I had a a doctor staring at my mom as my mom is talking to her, because, you know, this is her husband that's dying. She's grief-stricken. I have to hold myself together. And I'm seeing this doctor go, like, she's sighing, and she's giving an attitude. Like, she just wants to talk and wants my mom to shut up. Like, I, I hate that. I hate that so much. I got to see people that were hardly in my dad's life, hadn't seen my dad in years, and they fall apart in my arms, where I'm the daughter. I was the closest person to him in the world. He loves me more than anyone else. He admitted it, and anyone else I knew him knows that, and has said it to me. And I was not allowed to fall apart. I had to keep myself together. I had to take care of everything from the moment he, from the moment he came to my house from the hospital. I stepped in. I had my grandparents come drive two hours down. And not to say, see how I'm doing or what they can do to help. They bought my dad a vehicle and they're giving me the power of attorney paperwork so I can take care of his vehicle. And so many people that I needed in my life weren't there. I had no support really besides a few minor things besides my like my brother who was there with me um, but I just re- witnessed the most wicked and cruelest things imaginable to me at least because I know there's worse things out there and there's worse things that have happened to people but I'm talking about my own perspective and all I can think is every person that works for the hospice facility every person that had anything to do with my father during that time anyone that even touched a piece of paper that had his name on it that works there i thoroughly hope that they get to feel exactly what i felt and i am from the closest person that they love i don't care if it's a friend parent sibling or even their child i wish that so much on them and I don't care about anything else that goes on in this world anymore climate change fathom or innocent killings I don't care the one thing I cared about the most was ripped away from me and then I had no one to try to support me up so I'm in my villain arc and to go back to the question of if I had an accident or something that could change my powers or powers I want something to be destruction I want something that I can bring this world to absolute ashes and I feel no regrets about that I don't care how I'm treated as I'm selfish or I'm horrible um, I'm one of those bad people you talk about online I don't care so going off of the accident if things were created by accidents and your death experiences. Um, in the book, we're just gonna bring it back to the scenarios from the books and from being personally from a near-death experience myself. Um, Victor, the one I told you about that can control electricity pretty much, but it's the electricity you don't see. It's not like you make thunderbolts. No, he can control your nerve endings. Um, the way how he was created was he 
was doing this trial run with his friend Eli. And when it happened, it was after Eli got his power, which when Eli was created, he submerged himself in ice water. And right before he was like, I'm giving myself up to God. He is this righteous person where he thinks he's not mistake, but every other EO around him is. And that is demon wearing their, his people's skins. So Eli, when he came out of it, he can cut his arm from the elbow all the way down to his wrist and it heals instantly as soon as he's doing it. He's the Mary Jane. He can't die, he doesn't age, but he's very flawed. And then there's Victor, who is also very flawed, and he was created from high voltage. And all he thought of was, I want this pain to stop. I want it to stop. And so he does not feel pain, but he can also make himself feel pain and make others not feel pain or feel every nerve on their body explode. So I think the way how these powers are made is through people's last thoughts and what they're feeling intensely in that moment because EOs are made through physical and mental trauma and then dying. That's definitely so, definitely interesting on that one. The way how Sydney and Serena got their powers, Serena and Sydney were having a picnic on ice not realizing how thin the ice was. And Sydney went down. Serena went down. And Sydney's last thoughts were come back for her sister, who was above her, swimming away. And Serena's last thoughts, I believe, were pretty much like, this is not how I want to die. So Serena can manipulate people the second she walks into the room she can get whatever the fuck she wants Sydney brings dead people back to life and they are perfectly 100% fine from the way that they had died like um she went down to a morgue and a woman came back to life who just had all of her organs donated and she was perfectly fine and well I'm but not... if she brings back another EO their power misfires Yes, I did. I did have a question about that. If you bring back somebody from the dead, you know, would they still have all the, would they still have all the uh, traumatic memories and stuff like that? But that pretty much answered my question. Mm-hmm. So, that's why when you were like, "What kind of power would you have?" and why I was able to give, like, I knew what I would have, probably end up with, is from my accident with my mom, and just thinking. I don't know, it would either be extreme, something destructive like Ashley's, or it would be something where I can make it not happen. Mine would be more more or less like a, like a corny Captain Planet uh, type power. Here, just take this ride with me. Um, I've got it, underpants. Oh, come on. Oh, I, I remember mean, those books. That's I mean you know that's my costume to just to, just to shock people with. No, it would be the ability to pretty much use the elements, you know, to my favor because I don't want to be invincible. I don't want to have all the strength. I don't want to have, you know, stuff like that. I just want to use the elements to my favor. You know, if somebody's you know if something concrete is going to attack me, you know, I want to use the concrete 
you know, to my favor, or fire to my favor, or water or wind to my favor, instead of just one thing. So I figured that would that would be more beneficial than anything, because especially if somebody's going to come at me with a missile or a gun, I can just you know use whatever is around me to protect me, or to protect you know to protect myself and others. And it'd be kind of interesting, you know, I could sense a little small little story arc to where, and this is the medication talking, I'll come back to that in a second, to where uh, myself and Becky can try to lure Ashley back into the, to, to the good side of, you know, of the force kind of thing because she's destructive and want to just harm everything because of what she's been through. And we're spending the whole entire movie trying to get her back on our side. And it takes us like three movies to, to, to make it happen, so. Oh no, you oh, I don't think it would me. ever happen. You would have to kill me. But there is no way my thought process will ever go back. You can't, you can't. Like, I can acknowledge, oh, puppies are cute. Small child, get it away from me. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, there. that's just, it would have to be one of those super movies where I might have like a slither of like, oh, uh, what do you call it, uh, sentiment. But then I die. Like that would be the way for me, honestly. Like I don't, don't try to bring me back and say, Ashley, look at all the flowers and the beauty of the world. Look how someone just helped an old lady across the street. Like don't, don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, dis like disbelieve that there's good, that there are good people. Like, let me take honestly, that back. Honestly, I agree with Ashley on that because. Sorry to cut you off, Ashley, but if I had the ability to go back in time and stop things from happening, I know exactly how I stop them from happening. Yep. I know exactly how I would stop them from happening, but everybody would see me as a good person because they wouldn't know what I did to make exactly. it happen. Now, this is where it goes back to, is I don't believe that there are good people. I believe that there are people that can do good things, but I truly believe in the core of all that there is selfish tendencies that there is there's never one person that i just cannot believe that doesn't do something or they believe that eventually this will help me either it can be religious reasons or they're trying to get ahead in their jobs or make money or can get a favor sometime because we are born greedy we are born we are hungry we want comfort we want to sleep we want to just we want all the stuff and we cry when we don't get it so it eventually adapts to you learn control and behavior, but at the end, there's still something in the core of you. So again, no good people, but people that can do good things. So I am aware that there are nice people that will, really does want to help someone walk across the street. But then maybe the next day, they realize if they push that same old lady in front of a bus when they see her the next day, and they will be given a million dollars, I think a, a lot of people would take that bet because I sure as hell will. Well, well, well. I mean, to, to be to be honest, well, again, I'm... that goes back to the quote that I really like, and that's kind of made me go, "Oh my God!" Is I don't think you're a bad person, and it's it's all a matter of perspective. It is. It's all a matter of perspective. Well, to um... me, I would think, "Oh, Ashley's in the right here." My morals would say she's wrong, but. Ashley and I back six years ago, we would have destroyed the world just to prevent our parents and our loved ones from suffering. We would have destroyed the world. No questions about it. 
we would have destroyed the world for anybody who suffered. Ashley's been through a traumatic thing where I think the main difference between her and me is I'm sure there's other people with her story. There's nobody with my story. There's nobody I've met who's gone through what I've gone through. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but if I could make it so that I never had to go through it. But I knew what I went through, but watch a different outcome. Oh, hell yeah. If I could go back in time and kill that old man who hit my mom with that truck, I would. But, again, it depends on how you're looking at it. It all comes down to perspective. I could be the bad guy to some people because this guy was very praise very well known in my community as this good guy but to me he's a scumbag he's the dirt on the bottom of my shoe and the second he dies I'm pissing on his grave so we're Catholic priests yeah exactly Um, so it comes down to perspective right and to 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 piggyback on what Ashley said a few minutes ago about uh, you know about not having good people it's it's not about being a good person it's about um Sorry, my voice is cracking here. Um, it's 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 about good intentions, you know, because you know even even most horrible even most horrible people can have, can have the best intentions. <clears throat> and it's the old adage. I mean, everyone is a hero in their own story. So I mean, no matter how you look at the person, everybody everybody believes they're the hero in their own story. So I mean, just each person has their own good intentions, whether or not it gels with the other person. That's a whole nother story, you know. And of course, hey, hold on, hold on. Well, continue, but I, I have a tidbit about that. No, go ahead. By all means, I, I, I was done with it. Oh, I don't believe I'm the hero of my story. There's no like, oh, I know, and I get, I understand what you're saying, but never once in my entire life, that's not even including this traumatic part, that I've ever believed that I am the hero of my own story. That oh, I feel like I've always been the NPC, or. Just I I just exist just to exist, but there's no. I'm doing this for the good of things. I I I when you have certain backgrounds and influences and things around you, you learn to look at the gloom side of things. And again, there's people that can pull themselves out of it. It's this isn't really like a poor me kind of thing. Is I'm aware of my situations, what my my background. I'm also aware that I do have a good life. Um, that I am happy to an extent. But because I've created my own happiness, I have cut ties with people. I do selfish things and stuff, but there's not one moment I ever think I'm the hero of my own story. I don't know. So where good intentions is there's always people that can be the worst of the worst and they can have slim little moments of, I'll do a good thing. Uh, serial killers have done that. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll help someone find they get their cat from a tree or help put out a fire, but then you know, they'll get in their car and drive to the place where they plan on butchering a whole family. So, I mean, I'm not disregarding that. I, that's where it just goes back to, I just don't believe in good people. I believe there are people that can do good things because there are also people that can do bad things and they pick and choose what motivates them. Uh, and, and of course, it all goes back to once again, I mean, I mean, it's just, you know, people in their heads, they're, they're the hero in their own story. Because once again, I mean, a, a person can, can drive down the street, look at the family that they're gonna murder, in their minds, they think you know they think that's their own good thing, but uh, bless you by the way. Um, but that's my little tidbit on that, and I don't want to take away from two part of you guys' story because originally, 
um, before you came back, it was going to be you know you know you and you and Becky's uh, show because I've been recovering from being sick, so I'm not getting too deep into that. But uh, no, 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 hold on. You can't just leave us to our own devices because I am digging the Chocolate Thunder voice, man. Like. <laughs> Uh, the people need to hear this the people even that last man this is your villain arc live it this is the episode where you can let your dark thoughts out and then when you recover you're sick and you have i'm adrian and welcome to the podcast and you can go back to being mr nice guy that's all about zen oh yeah sure my simple origin story monday i got sick i haven't slept in two days haven't eaten or drinking anything in two days i lost seven pounds um i just ate for the first time today, a bowl of soup and some toast. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to work tomorrow. So, yeah. I'm all I'm wonderful. hearing is Chocolate Thunder. That's all I'm hearing. I don't even understand what he's saying, Becky. I don't even know the words. I just hear Chocolate Thunder. And I'm like, I could, this could be my ASMR. This could be my white noise to go to sleep to. Just hearing I just Adrian feel talk. I just feel hey, the love. Hey, you just, like, do an episode while you still have this voice. If you just talking, you can talk about whatever. Like, I don't even care. You could talk about... Uh, how God is love and bullshit like that. I don't care. <laughs> I won't fall asleep to it, my guy. But to pivot away from these conversations, because they got a little depressing and I went on a tangent and I didn't mean to do that. Um, but I have a thought that's been stuck in my head because it's actually true. I watched a comedy special last night and this guy asked, like, brought up a serious question. You know, you go to neighborhoods and there's someone that's deaf and there's a sign that says, you know, deaf child or something so that way people know to drive slower because obviously someone that's deaf cannot hear a vehicle coming how how do they pick those signs like do they register children like they do register a gun with the state and like but then while becky was talking about the book and stuff this has just been like plaguing my head and i'm on google because i can't i'm afraid to look at it at work on my work computer for obvious reasons and then even my phone is connected to my work's Wi-Fi, so there's I have to limit to what I look up even at work on my own personal phone. So I'm Googling, and all I just see is things like, you know, charities and, you know, the state of Florida, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, for one, I'm not trying to read all this stuff. I just want a simple Google to tell me yes or no. Do, can, you, can you register children like guns in the state? Uh, I would think Florida, that would have been a quick yes, but I didn't see it. But there is a website and it's called C- like cpcsigns.com, Custom Products Corporation. You can actually order a sign, deaf person area, for like $62.03, depending on the size that you want. You can also choose reflective. All I can think is, I want to buy the sign and put it in front of my house, and my neighbors will never fucking talk to me again. Oh, serious answers to that. It depends on the state and what county you're in. I don't want um, serious answers. You asked a question. <laughs> when do I ever want serious answers? You asked when? You asked the question. And and you do understand that she is the villain, right? So there is there it, there really isn't a, a serious answer to give her. We just have to placate to her and say, okay, we'll chip in a sixty-two dollars so you can get the sign. And uh, we'll... actually, sixty dollars and three cents, which I'm assuming there is. Uh, shipping and taxes so let's just round out to like 75 dollars Ooh, actually express let's just give me a hundred dollars i want this baby like before the weekend gets here we can we can send all donations to the outer context podcast uh care of the walker ac experience yes 
This is made from DOT gray reflective and aluminum using a 3M match component system, but uh, I want one of these in front of my house. Chasm doesn't have to know. Um, so you see, Becky, see how we started off and see where we're at right now, right? Okay. Just... Yeah, yeah, I, I do. We were, <laughs> we were on track, we had a good plan, and then Ashley comes in and like the Kool-Aid man is like, fuck you. Yeah, she smashed, <laughs> smashed through the wall and Wait. just took it over. <laughs> Wait, there's a sign, because I'm going back to seeing, like, other warning signs, and immediately there's, like, slow children at play. So, is it to slow down because children are at play, or is it slow children that are at play? Slow down. But it doesn't say slow down. It says slow children at play, so maybe it's slow children. Maybe they're stuck in a time loop, and they're moving in slow motion. So you have to sit there and like watch, but then, but if you can't watch for too long, because then you'll be put on a list that you don't want to be put on. Send all hate mail to slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. That's slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. Please yes, continue. Please. Don't, don't bring it to my YouTube page. It's not the, like I even check it. The views, the views of the outer context is not necessarily a fuse, a reviews on the, the views of myself it or is. Becky. Yes, it is. You continue nope. to keep me on as a, as a co-host on this, baby. So, yeah, the, we share the views. We're about the views. So many views. I, I can leave. Like, right now. <laughs> we have been in this friendship for so long, you're not leaving. I can leave the podcast. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. You have already been established as a, as a returning guest, so your name will be in the podcast history. Listen, but it doesn't mean I back these views up at all. Like, because, no. There's, no. Pee there's pee between signs. Oh, goodness gracious. No, oh, no, there's a line between, no peeing between signs. So please, Becky, get us out of this. Um, <laughs> what, what else is on your mind for this evening as we talk? Um, I was going to talk more about the book, but at this point, I just, uh, you just throw your hands up and just, just, just whatever. Yeah, I'm just here for the ride now. I'm, it's a I, roller coaster. I can leave. No, I can leave. <laughs> you can go talking about your book and having, and having your little book club moments. Hey, it's educate. No. It's, it's educational stuff she was talking about. It is educational. About. It is educational. I'm just saying. If you want to continue with this, I mean, my just my attention span just doesn't get. So if you want to, I can leave. Well, well, actually. Or you continue to talk about it until the next random thing pops in my head. <laughs> well, actually, Ashley, I was going to ask you. Well, my voice is still holding up here. Um, you're you're casting couch potatoes. Now we yes. definitely we definitely get that off the ground. So please enlighten the listeners on what that show will be about. What? But yeah, Becky, you and I are making the same face right now because we we can see each other. What do you mean we've gotten that off the ground? Like yeah, yeah. What? Her and I haven't even talked about that since like three months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, she may have mentioned that's something she would like to do, and I was kind of curious to kind of piggyback on that to find out the concept, the idea, what kind of topics would would she talk about? You know, once she finally launches it. So okay, we're talking about not a win, but an, oh, if slash win, because if we if this were to happen, it would have to be when Becky and I can finally have a narrow time schedule. And right now, that's just not happening, especially on Becky's end. Secondly. There well, is no. Coming down a lot, so. Shut up! Shut up! Just saying. Shut up! Shut up! Because no. he's gonna bug us every week now, Becky. 
So he's anyway, gonna bug me. he's gonna bug you, <laughs> and I'm gonna bug you. <laughs> so anyway, it, it, there's no themes or what we're gonna talk about. It's basically gonna be Becky and I talking to each other for an hour, and that's. I mean, if you guys have been listening to me for so long, it's basically me plus another me that sometimes is it, not sometimes most of the time is smarter than me. So and that's on record. I want you to know that's on record. You can I can admit it. I am super dumb. Okay. Um, as a producer of this show, it is time stamped forty minutes and fifteen seconds. Ashley just admitted that Becky is the smarter one. I said most of the time. Doesn't matter. You said I'm still the smarter one. So yeah, no, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, we do kind of occasionally Venmo each other the brain cell though. You have so, like the majority of the custody. But occasionally I get the smart for like a good five minutes. Yeah, because there are times when I, like that one time when I jumped into the shower and had my glasses on still. So. Yeah. Because I forgot I couldn't see. Of course. <laughs> so now that the show has fallen completely off the rails and I'm losing my voice here slowly. When was it on the rails? Before you jumped on. <laughs> Hey, then I thought that the person that I had to do a Zoom call with, like, it's like rude. Hey, I'm pouring out every, like, I, obviously I can't go into details about it while we're recording for a lot of reasons, but he, he's talking to me. He's asking me all these questions, and I'm talking to him, like, telling him about all the trauma and all the tragedy and all this bullshit. And it wasn't a therapy session. But anyway, and he's like, all right, I think I have everything I need. Have a good night. Disconnects the Zoom call. I'm like, the fuck? The he just I'm like if I had this man's number I would have called him back I was like you who the fuck hangs up hang up on you click I'm like your mother <laughs> was a whore your mother smelled of elderberries I would throw so like really questionable insults to this person and then I hang up on them and then I'll try to call me and I would never pick up again never I how um, I can't wait till I talk because I know I will talk to this person again and I cannot wait to talk to him like Sarah you hung up up on me the last time and I can't wait because I want to hang up on him next time yeah, a really silly question do you, do you find everybody it everybody knows <laughs> if you ever get into an argument with Ashley and you think you're going to hang up on her if you do that you need to block her number instantly and put your phone in airplane mode because she will call you back I'm not I will make your life miserable. So, question oh, for you. Yeah. Now, do you find it more beneficial to you know to have Zoom calls or just go in in person for an actual appointment? Zoom calls. Really? If I know it's just a conver- if I know it's just a conversation, I'd rather do it over the phone or or Zoom, Teams, Skype, whatever. If I know I need actual treatment, clearly I need that done in person. But if I'm just being seen for someone to be like, yep, we need to do this. Like, I have a surgical procedure coming up soon. I did not want to drive basically two hours where I knew I was going to go wait in this in an office for probably over an hour. And then see the person I need to see just to talk to them for probably less than 10 minutes and have to drive two hours back home. Fuck that. Now, if it's like five minutes down the street, okay, I can lean with that. My dentist is in my area. My primary doctor's in my area. 
normally to do that. Usually I'll do it before, after I have to go to work, where I'm still having a bra on. But once I am home and my bra is off, I am not leaving. I don't want to go to a doctor's office. So if I can do this shit on Zoom, I'm doing it on Zoom. Always, I always the kind of person, I guess I'm old-fashioned, I guess, insert old man joke here, but I was always the kind of guy, just, I want to go in the office and just be seen, because I don't want anybody diagnosing me over anything via a Zoom call, or a telephone call, you know? I would deal with that, Adrian, but, like Ashley said, it depends on how far away it is. Thankfully for me, all my doctors, if I ever go, because I haven't gone in a while, and I probably should, um... They're in my area, but if it's a situation like what Ashley's going through and it's an hour or two away and it's just for a talk or a quick checkup, like, I'd rather just have a phone call. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I get kind of on the fence about that, but me, once again, just going through a whole plethora of ailments I had in my early 20s, I would just take that 30-minute drive whether it be sit in the office or wait and read magazines and or play on my phone or just something, you know, because once again, I'm not comfortable, you know, with a doctor seeing me over the internet going, okay, well, okay, I'm going to prescribe you this. Or I think it's this. I'm like, no, I'm going to come there. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to come there. You're going to do whatever test you need to do. And I just don't like being diagnosed, you know, over, over a computer screen. But obviously... Situations are different, you know. You know, certain mechanics on people are different. Um, obviously, for Ashley's case, that can't happen. So, but me personally, I'd rather just, I'd rather just go, because right. I, I'd had, I had the choice of doing a Zoom meeting with my doctor today, and I'm like, no, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go to the office. It, it's no big deal. So it's not the yellow pages time anymore. So you have to, clearly most of the time people, when they want to find a doctor, they have to go on Google. And they have to search, this type of doctor in my area. It's kind of like those porn sites. It's like hot singles in your area. It's kind of like hot doctors in my area. But doctors in my area. You can go on some kinky stuff. Ooh, actually, that reminds me. Hold on. Yellow pages? Oh, no. and, oh good lord. She made a connection between yellow pages, doctor, and porn all in one sentence. No one can ever do that, but Ashley. <laughs> That's your co-host. I am talented. And 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 for those of my listeners out there who are just wondering, if you can see our three faces right now, I'm here with my head in my hands. Becky's leaning back in her chair, you know, with this look on her face, and Ashley <laughs> is just giddy like a little schoolgirl, you know, on her other monitor googling stuff. This. That's, that's my best friend. <laughs> I keep saying, there is a doctor in my area named Deandra Doofus. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> or it could be Duffus, but I'm going to go with Doofus. Doofus sounds much better, of course. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh, so you guys want to hear about a really bad dad joke that my brother pulled on me? Yes. So... He messages me, and he's like, hey, we got a package with your name on it. It was shipped to the house, so I called him. I'm confused. I'm like, why the fuck was something sent to me? I was like, well, last name's on it, because there's my dead last name, or there's my current last name. And he's like, hold on, hold on. I'm going to send you a picture. It says, oh, my God, Becky, we'll get this box. 
And I told him I'm going to punch him so hard he's going to feel it three weeks from now. I'm like, that's the most extreme dad joke you have ever pulled on me. <laughs> I have one worse. I have one much worse. What I mean, like, what do male robots do after having sex with female robots? What? They nut and bolt. Yes. That's actually pretty funny. Yes, I made Becky laugh. Yes, that's my I, evening right there. I didn't know that you could actually appreciate dad jokes, though, Adrian. <laughs> so you roll your eyes at every other one that we ever say. No, come on. Ashley's dad jokes, you know, are bad. You know, we verbally eye roll at them. But they're so bad that they're funny. Exactly. <sighs> As she chimes in from Googling for a Google search. Reading some things because you never know when something's gonna be a hot topic. Like, just like if you're a masturbation addict, you're gonna either beat it or you're gonna beat it. No. See that long no. pause. Th- there we go, folks. <laughs> there we go. It. No. I love the Ashley, <laughs> but no. <laughs> oh God, it hurts to laugh. Okay. Now see, now she's spinning the duration of this podcast looking up horrible dad jokes. Actually, I'm not even looking at dad jokes. I'm like reading interesting and disturbing facts. And now she's a co-host of our show. And now she's looking at other things, of course. I do the, excuse you, I do this every episode. And you are aware of this. The listeners are even aware of this at this point. But I'm always drawn to, because I'm going to listen to you guys and provide feedback when I deem necessary. And... But I'm always going to look at things online. Oh, that's it. Okay, never mind. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so we didn't do the weird fact of, uh, we didn't do the weird fact. We first started the show. So, okay, funny fact. Earwax is actually a type of sweat. See, there you go. Makes sense. It's collected to cells and everything. Yeah. And uh, the average nose produces about a cup full of uh, nasal mucus every day. That's even worse. Uh, did you know that a piranha can devour a small child down to the bone in less than 30 seconds? Yes. Cool. Sweet. Uh, the only muscle that never tires is the heart. Uh, that's up for debate. No, I know it is actual fact. Yep. Pretty weird. And, of course, the human body has 2.5 million uh, sweat pores in it, too. That means your vagina sweats, Ashley. Huh? What? What? (laughs) That was... I'm not repeating it. That, wow. Okay, I got to rewind that one, folks. That just came out of left field. (laughs) How did that come out of left field? You mentioned it. (laughs) The fact... Oh, yeah, I'm not even going to... No, I'm not going to touch that. Uh, and of course, a really another bizarre one, and I'll stop because something's gonna, something bad's gonna happen. Uh, we pee enough every month to fill a bathtub. Cool. I mean, I drink a lot of water, so I mean that, that attracts. I feel like for me, just be like half a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink a lot, a lot of water. Like I really don't. You know, I can't even have that mental image of each person, you know, filling a bathtub, more or less, having to clean it out afterwards. We can definitely... I just, I just read something 
at first I thought, oh man, it's gonna ruin my favorite Pokemon for me, but then it's like, oh wait, it just got better. Because my favorite Pokemon, Bulbasaur, right? Right. The moment you realize Pollen is Bulbasaur's jizz. Pippi Plumes and Oddish and Bellsprout and Victory Bell and Weeping Bell and Brinkito. <laughs> Oh, God. Wait, Weeping Bell, are they crying? They're just... Oh, man. Until we meet again. Yeah. I like to identify a Skeletor when I say this shit. Or or eating apples is like eating tree sperm. I kind of think that's like any type of fruit or anything that grows from a tree. Yeah, oranges. I the fact that the ocean is so salty because of whale jizz. Or the eggs from chickens are actually just butt nuggets. You would not let that go, will you? I love that <laughs> word. Like, what my branch, we're doing like a mock Easter egg hunt inside my branch tomorrow morning before we open. And I'm, I'm like, it's not an Easter egg hunt, it's a butt nugget hunt. So I already made my basket and I put like a, you know, I made like a little sign I put on it. I was like, butt nugget basket. I truly wish. The, the, our listening audience can see our faces <laughs> when Ashley Ashley drops these wisdom pearls of wisdom on us. I wish everybody could see the look on our faces. <laughs> pearls of wisdom is also jizz. That's on my mind every night. And, uh, and of course, on average, you fart enough in one day to fill a party balloon. And now each and every one of our faces are going, hmm, and actually thinking about that for a second. You're welcome, audience, that are listening to our show. More knowledge. So, does that include your parts in your sleep or when you're awake? Because when I'm awake, most of the time I don't fart. You do when you're talking. When you sneeze. Do you really? <laughs> Everybody does it. Feel, but no, but you don't feel it, though. No. I mean, happens when you sneeze oh when i when i sneeze my cheeks clench that's when it goes <laughs> <laughs> oh god i can't laugh <laughs> yes well yes yes i mean like your body um expels gas when you sneeze it's just this natural thing i mean granted you but don't just says fart well it expels gas fart yeah yeah but that's different. It's not expelling gas. You're saying farting. It's the same thing. Gas and farting. No, it is isn't. When you expelling fart, you expel gas. gas. Yeah, but like when you sneeze, it's not a fart. No, but when well, you sneeze, it is. It is if you if you identify as an ass face. I identify as a tree. But no, when you do the look on your face. I identify as a face. <laughs> <laughs> When you sneeze, your body subconsciously expels gas. That's a natural thing. Yeah, but you said farting. Like, do you understand where I'm caught up on? No, I mean, you sneeze, of course, but then your lower region expels gas. It's, it's the same. And that's where my butthole. Yeah, yes, yes, that's where gas comes from, your butthole, yes. A sneeze but... is a reflex which blows air out, so they can't happen at the same time. 
You can fart and sneeze at the same time. It is possible. Google says it's not. It, really? You, you can. I, Look I've at... done it. <laughs> the sneezing release gas. Sneezing releases droplets of hot, humid air and gas, forming something like a storm cloud. Does that include queefing, though? Is queefing going to be kind of as fart? I wouldn't know. I, uh... I'll have to I take your <laughs> I'll have to take your word for that one. And Ashley right now is in the Google machine looking this up very quickly, folks. When you queef, the noise is similar to a fart, but it's not the same thing. Only air exiting the vagina can cause queefing, and queefs <laughs> has no smell unless she has not bathed. Uh, as oh, you probably my. already know, a fart can smell and is caused by gas in the digestive system exiting your anus. <laughs> what is the proper term for queefing? Vaginal flatus. A high, a vaginal high five. That's called scissoring. <laughs> and that, what my dear, it? that, my dear audience, that was Becky laughing. My audience, that was Becky laughing. But yes, go ahead. Group hugs are just soft court orgies. I've been wanting to say that for the last five minutes. And once again, we get silence. <laughs> the third silence. Oh, the third silence of the podcast. <sighs> that that's that's bad. That's that's really bad. I can't think of any witty any witty one liners because I'm so tired and so out of it. That is really bad. <sighs> that that is really bad. But. As we come to a close of this wonderful show that's totally falling off the rails, thanks to Ashley coming back. If people do want to reach out to you, where can they find you? We'll start off with you, Becky. Um, my YouTube page, Rainbow Cupcake ninety five. Um, you'll see some Dead by Daylight videos. I haven't really posted anything lately because it hasn't been. I don't know. We gotta get good killers out there. Don't babysit motherfuckers or I will come after your jugulars. Reach. <laughs> and Ashley, where can they reach you? Instagram at Justic Nerd Lady. That's it. Of course. And of course, deep breath here, folks. Don't choke. You can always find us here on 22 free apps, of course. Just do a search for the Walker AC Experience. That's where you can find the Out of Context podcast many other podcasts that we have produced and of course whether it be spotify pandora google Podcasts, in between this is where we're at folks because without you there is no us we always like to, to have your support for the, the walker ac experience and out of context podcast of course we're here every tuesday we do apologize for missing this tuesday because being sick and under the weather does wonders for recording the last thing we want to do is hear the sickly voice every single week and of course, we would always thank our host for this week, Becky, Big Time Bex, as always. Thank you for joining us and helping us out. We do appreciate you more than you will ever know. I will be protecting my jugular from you, so you won't attack me when you when you do see me. While well, you're sick, I'm good because no, that's that's not fun. I want you to be able to run away. You can't run away now. No, well, that, I mean, that would be like stealing candy from a baby and that's just not fun well I mean in horror movies a black guy dies first anyhow so I'm pretty much screwed either way so 
Not all horror movies. Well, I mean, there's not, there's not a whole lot of black people in really good horror movies because we, because like we run first, and then we always realize it's a bad situation, like going in a cabin in the woods with no internet access. We always stay home, so I, I think we're good on that one. But then I'd be the dumb white chick who's like, "Oh, there's a door. Hmm, there's a door behind this door. What's inside?" And I will look, and I will release demons, and I will die first. And of course, you'll see a book that says "Do not read," written in blood, and you you will read that book. So, yeah, yeah, I will touch it. And you know, of course, Ashley will pretty much do the same. She will touch the butt, and she will you know kill us all. So, bring it on. It would either be Ashley or me, so it could be a toss-up. Anybody could blame the rabbit raccoon or the crazy crackhead. Um, I'll be home reading about you guys on the news, so it's perfect for me. Ashley, do you have anything for us before we uh, sign off? Are you sure you even ready? No, uh, I'm, I'm not ready for it. I'm, I'm going to lay out and I'm going to have uh, you know Becky take the brunt of this one. Thanks. Thanks, bud. <laughs> no problem. I, I feel I feel the support and love. One of these days, I'm not going to even say anything at the very end, and Adrian's like, no, you have to say it. I'm like, no, fuck yourself. She's yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. All comes back around. All comes back around. Adrian, it, because I know you truly hate this, and Becky has dealt with me for over 15 years at this point. Um, what has five toes and isn't your foot? What? My foot. <laughs> if you're being chased by taxidermists, don't play dead. <laughs> Do you think that when a waitress applies for a job at a diner, that in her interview she says one of her strengths is that she brings a lot to the table? That's bad. That one was bad. That one was bad. What about not trusting stairs because they're always up to something? Okay, I'm in again on that one. Okay, just... Wait, wait, wait. One other question. If you order a chicken and you also order an egg from Amazon, which one do you think is going to come first? Probably the egg from Amazon, just saying. Baby, can we get the chicken? Depends. Are you ordering a chicken from Amazon? Can you order a chicken from Amazon? (laughs) 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 Okay. You're always on your computer. Find out. Hold on. We need answers to this. Oh, good lord. And is it a live chicken or is it a plush? I can order sweet suit chunk white chicken in the cans. You can actually order order chicken breast and meat. Oh, from Whole Foods. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Diced chicken, El Paso chicken, Nature Store chicken, chicken in a box. You can get Tyson individual quick frozen halves chicken breasts, 8.2 ounce, 36 per case for $145. Can so get it before the 13th. order a live chicken from Amazon, so um, the egg, so the egg would come first. You can order fighting chicken worms. Oh, God. This is bad. This is really right. bad. Adrian, I think I think we've pushed yeah. this off long enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, too. Hey, chicken arms. All right. Good night, everybody. Butt nuggets. Night.